to Burger Creek Productions' 15 Minutes of Fame podcast features yet another two-part episode, this time showcasing vocalist Zek Buzzkill of the Missouri punk band, The Radio Buzzkills. Here's their song, She Hailed Satan. <laughs> Even though we are not uh, we are not geographically close, I feel much closer to you now that we're we're speaking on the phone. I have Zach Buzzkill from the Radio Buzzkill. Is it so? Let me ask you this: Is it Missouri, Missouri? How how does one enunciate that? First, uh, first of all, St. Louis isn't even fucking part of Missouri. <laughs> Missouri is. Uh, that's where you make America great again. Ah ah. So. When you list this episode, if you list us as M.O., if, I don't even know if that's the right uh, I think it postal is. office abbreviation, but uh, list us from St. Louis, Missouri. We're from St. Louis. Okay. We're not from Missouri. We're from St. Louis. That's where we're from. Missouri uh, is really shitty. And so <laughs> um, if you go – St. Louis is an amazing city. We could have a whole episode about how much we love St. Louis and how much – of a part the city is of everything we do as a band. But if you literally drive 45 minutes West, it's like being in hell. My, my first question for you is if you could, could equivalent yourself, uh, Zach Buzzkill to any famous animated character, either from a television show, commercial, Roddy, Roddy commercial, Piper. commercial or movie now animated, who would you most align with and why go Roddy, Roddy Piper. Without a doubt. Technically, he was animated. G.I. Joe, Um, right? Yeah, they had a wrestling cartoon show. Oh, it was wrestling. That's uh, right. That's right. I think everything, uh, I think as a showman, Roddy Roddy Piper had it all. Mm -hmm. He had the toughness. You know, I heard your episode about, uh, the last episode I heard was the dog party episode. It's great. Good job. I love those guys. Dog party is amazing. Hell yeah. Um, but, you know, could you imagine the promo that Roddy Roddy Piper could cut on dog party's manager? <laughs> I, you know, I, I actually think, you know, Roddy Roddy Piper, rest in peace. Um, I just think you you might have you might have stumbled across something. Right. Because. Look at even the effort he put forward in They Live, for example, which I love. Jo- I love shit. John Carpenter. I fucking love John Carpenter. But even his later shit with like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, fucking nuts, nuts. <laughs> oh yeah. When <laughs> what's his name gets his throat slit by the. Uh... <laughs> yes, dude. So so, you know what I will say is I I respect that decision. I respect that equivalent what equivalency between Ryder Ryder Piper. And yourself. Um, yep. I, I like that. Now, I think that a good, I think Roddy Roddy Piper was the most punk rock of the, of the eighties, nineties wrestlers, without a doubt. He didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he said whatever he wanted. He was busting coconuts. Hell yeah. He was, you know, I think the radio buzzkills in general try to carry the spirit of, of Roddy Roddy Piper forward into the world of punk rock without a doubt. Now, this is actually uh, a really good segue into my next question. If you had to pick an accessory to replace the sweaters, would it in fact be a kilt to honor the late, great Roddy Roddy Piper? Uh, I think we could go with the kilt. I think the most likely accessory because, um, you know, being in the Midwest, we do tour a lot of Midwestern cities would be AR 15s. Right. Right. Because you can just like carry those around. I like the kilts idea. You know, when we did the sweaters idea, uh, I thought we had some pretty awesome songs as a band, you know, um, I've been in a band. I, all of us have been in bands and various punk bands forever. And uh, St. Louis is a weird city. Uh, uh, to inform your New Yorkers, it's it's a very much old school. You know, your band is judged based on how high your spikes on your hair are, type place. <laughs> and um, so we had this band idea. These really like catchy sugary hooky songs but we wanted to kind of make fun of the whole it takes you know two hours to get ready to play your fucking set Mm -hmm. for your punk rock band (laughs) so we went through a lot of uh we went through a lot of different ideas but we settled on the sweaters and for some reason, it just super connected with people. I don't know why. I like to say it's the best, worst decision we've ever made. Nice. When you're at an outdoor festival in Austin, Texas. Of course. And you're in a full sweater that's not super rad. <laughs> but, you know, as long as the money keeps rolling in, I think we're just going to deal with it. As I had learned, um, as from you feeding me forcibly data— I wanted to congratulate the band on signing with Pro Rock Records. Obviously, you joined the ranks of Bad Cop, Bad Cop, The Queers, Sewer Rats, etc. Who did you drug to get added to such a prestigious or prestigious label? Well, we uh, wrote our third full length, which was called Get Even. And I'm not sure if people aren't familiar with the band. All of our records have a get theme, so... We had get we have get fired, which is our debut. You can find that for free because it's a piece of shit. Don't listen to it. Uh, we have get lost, which is a great record. Yeah. That's our last one. And then we had get even, and get even is this record that uh, like the theme's totally revenge. Um, we're calling out our enemies and the people that uh, we dislike. It's kind of like. Um, I hate to say it because we're compared to Screeching Weasel all the time. Mm-hmm. And I love Screeching Weasel, don't get me wrong. I have Screeching Weasel tattoos. Um, but, I, but um, you know, Ben's one of those few guys who will take on the issues people don't want to talk about. So we, we wrote this record that's really uh, a hateful revenge record. And Kenny from Pro Rock was the one guy that was like, holy shit, this is awesome. You guys are talking shit about absolutely everyone, and I want to be a part of this. Hell yeah. So 
I, I think we found a kindred spirits with pro rock records and also Latte Plus, which is a band that uh, an Italian punk rock band that oddly enough, the radio buzzkills have just sort of followed along. Uh, they were on Out Loud Records, uh, which Matt Bennett was nice enough to give us our start on Out Loud, and we love Matt forever for that. Um, and then we've sort of followed Lotte Plus without even knowing them on all these comps, and now being part of Pro Rock with them is really special because those guys just write hook after hook after hook, and their music's amazing. So, yeah, Pro Rock totally. Um, they're they're totally down with uh the old school punk idea of you know let's stop being so nice mm-hmm. <laughs> right right well and and i think that says a lot to you know obviously bands like the queers and screeching weasel it's not even being brutally honest it's just being fucking honest Right. And, and totally, and, totally. And the best part, and the thing that I think I like most about both those bands, because they were hugely influential, just like everyone else. We're all fucking acolytes of the Ramones. We're all acolytes of Screeching Music Queers. But they would be so honest and be catchy with it. There'd be hooks around it, you know? So it just made oh, that God, even, yeah. it made it even better, you know? Like, and, and look, I got nothing against like some of the more aggressive bands from the time, but it's like, I appreciate what they're doing and how they're presenting it. Because it's like, yeah, life is fucking shitty and it sucks sometimes, but you know, you just got to get fucking over it and move the fuck on, right? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how to, to package that any uh, better or worse, but that's that's what I'm fucking... No, that's, you know, that's perfect. And, you know, one of the things that I think Pro Rock is really down with, and I and this is like major props to Joe Queer, because, um, and, and, and I... I, by no means, I'm not claiming to be like personal friends with Joe. The Radio Buzzkills have opened for the queer a bunch, and Joe's always been a totally awesome guy. But, but Joe is always putting out new music mm. and new bands, and you have all, you have a lot of people who are fucking stuck in 1996. You mm. know, like, oh man, that Teen Idols record was awesome, and it was awesome, but guess what? There's a whole bunch of other cool shit that's like kind of come out since then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's one of the things that Get Even and Pro Rock and the Radio Buzzkills, we all kind of join forces with, you know. Um, it's just a really exciting time for punk rock. Um, you know, you find you can't teach an old dog new tricks sometimes. And I I do really want to thank Joe Queer personally because he's one of those guys who's out there putting out a bunch of just new awesome music, including Dog Party, who I mentioned earlier. That's who I uh, discovered uh, Dog Party through Joe Queer. Now, Zach, we are strap in. Can you strap in? I want you to th- you know physically strap yourself in right now. Not put a strap on, but I want you to strap in. Can you do that? Can I take my strap? on off. that i had Out. on off. yes no, no 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 okay well actually if you want to do that just kind of readjust it and stuff but strap in strap on strap strap in your strap on all right cool so i think we're set now i'm gonna do something on this show that i've never done before i'm very excited we're breaking a lot of ground today physical ground is broken watch your step now we're gonna play a game that i like to call i literally just made this up this afternoon called don't fucking think about it now as you can probably guess, it's a word association game, and I want you to respond with the first thing that comes to your mind. I don't give a shit so what it is. Give, 
So you give me a word, yes, and then I just think of some shit, and then I give you a word back. Boom. A word or a phrase, it doesn't matter. What the first thing, first thing that comes to your mind, like lightning, lightning. That's what I want it to be. Don't think about it too much, right? And I'll drop, I'll drop some fucking cute music in here. You know, some game show music and drop it in post, right? So, um, let me know when you're ready. Give me a, give me a thumbs up, saying which it, you can do so through saying I am ready. Thumbs I'm up. ready to go. Let's do this. All right, wet socks. I'm going to go with Robot Cox. Robot Cox. Okay. <laughs> I imagine, you know how like robots in 50s movies would roll through a giant city and destroying it? Mm -hmm. But what if it had a big cock? I mean, I think that would be, that would make more sense. And I can I also agree. I can also picture that creating issues though because think about if if the robot gets upended right or falls forward sure Ugh. it could be a kickstand but at the same time it's like wow okay whereas before it could kind of lift itself back up oh no because then it could do like a cock push up and and kind of help itself back up um, okay robot cocks I like that all right um, movie star Pauly Shore. Okay, serial killer, Rustoff Richter, Andre Chikatilo. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, because if there were a movie uh, where I had to see Polly Shore chew uteruses, uh, I think that's a hit. Oh my God! So he didn't chew uteruses in Biodome. Oh yeah, that's right, because he was. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You're right. He did. He did chew uteruses <laughs> in Biodome. It was one. It was one of the bulbs. Every time I have an original idea, it's already been done. No, in no, no, no. Well, I, you know, I don't know if we can confirm or deny, but I'm pretty sure the uterus that was being chewed on that movie was. Wasn't there a Baldwin? Wasn't Billy Baldwin in that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like to describe the radio buzzkills as all the Baldwin brothers, but the good ones and not the others. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Excellent. Now, moving on. Uh, warm mayonnaise. I'm going to have to go with our drummer, Bass Amp. His hugs make you feel like you're just being coated in warm mayonnaise. Very nice. He has the best hug. If you're feeling bad, just get a base amp hug, and you'll feel like you're coated in warm mayonnaise. And yes, our drummer's name is Base Amp. <laughs> That's true. I'm not making it up. What about wrinkly elbows? Once again, I'm going to have to go with the serial killer, and uh, I'm going to go with the vampire of Sacramento, Richard chase Ooh. he believed that if he didn't drink blood his wiener would disappear interesting and uh i don't know why wrinkly elbows made me think of that guy i think it's because i'm reading a, a book right now about serial killers and that's everything's just tying into that nice diarrhea the easter bunny could you imagine how disappointed kids would be? You know, they run around and they're on their Easter egg hunt and they open up the eggs and they're full of diarrhea. 
could you could you imagine if they were actual physical eggs that you would have to crack open like an egg from a chicken but instead it was just filled with liquid shit like chunky liquid shit too like an egg right the consistency of an egg well i don't want to say anything in particular about any particular place but uh we toured a place where that pretty much is it was what an egg was like really that- it was cambodia it was Pol pot you get paid money to do things for certain dictators uh, you ooh, know everyone yeah. does it yep, yep. we opened for taylor swift very nice now, now, what was that like? Describe describe running into Taylor Swift um, prior. You know, as you guys were walking off stage, stage was it was it a weird interaction? What was that kind? Of, you know, no, I just asked her if I could see her butthole. How did that go? Uh, uh, positive response. Yeah, uh, it was like a blasting ray of light, wow. the way that some people imagine aurora borealis. Nice. So, I mean, it's got to be bleached then if it's a ray of light. I, I don't even know. You couldn't even see through. Really? It was just like seeing Aurora Borealis on the most beautiful day. I mean, that's... But, the- yeah, that's where we opened for her and we played for Paul Pot. Nice. And um, it was right at the end of his life. Okay. Um, he's a murderous dictator from Cambodia. Hopefully nobody that listens to this show gets any of these references. Because my career is over. My career. No, no. I. You know what it is, though? I think that's important because the celebration of life, right? We, we shouldn't we shouldn't judge uh, dictators based on what they do. You know, just celebrate the fact. Did you see the fucking doc? I wish I remembered the name of it. You edit it in post or put it in the description. There's a documentary where they take the Pol Pot like worst people on earth war criminals Mm -hmm. and they tell them they're going to make a movie about their crimes and they have the people acted out in a musical yo okay so i did see that and it's not it's not cambodia that took place in oh fuck um i did see that i know exactly that's so good though right i'm sorry i just associate all places no, 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 no. It's okay. It is in it is in Southeast Asia, and I believe it is um, like Myanmar or Burma. I Me, you're correct. Yes, it was yeah. Myanmar. Yeah. Yes. That was messed up. Oh, weird. <laughs> Not weird like, oh, you people are weird, but just like bizarre. It's It was bizarre. Yeah. That's like if you and I were like, hey, uh, we really had good chemistry on this podcast. So let's go murder a bunch of prostitutes in New York and then make a musical about it. Sorry, I apologize. You're not supposed to say prostitutes anymore. You're supposed to say sex workers, which right. reminds me of the time that I met my favorite blues musician, John Lee Sex Worker. <laughs> How did you? So wait, so did you meet your favorite sex worker by actually working with them or hiring them out for a quote unquote job? Or what, did you just bump into them in like the grocery store? Like I was in New Orleans. Oh, really? And I had, and I had to use a bathroom. You can't use the bathroom anywhere in New Orleans mm-hmm. unless you pay for something. So the closest oh. place was the Absinthe House. Okay. Right. So I have to buy like this big shot of Absinthe and down that as quick as possible in order to just use the bathroom. Oh and shit. And then. Uh, you know, after that, I met John Lee Sexworker. Nice. Now, do you can you recall a lot of that, or was it in 
I mean, you were in the bathroom at that point, so I can't imagine you were in there for too long based on the smell or, I mean, absinthe obviously affects multiple different faculties, right? You know, olfactory senses, vision. Um, how, what was that like? You know, being- What's super weird is, okay, this is a true story. I'm not making this up. Mm -hmm. Now, I didn't really meet John Lee Sexworker, but he is an amazing guitar player. So I did really have to use the bathroom in New Orleans horrifically, and they won't use let you use their bathroom unless you pay for something. And it really was the absent house. So I'm walking in the bathroom, and this Irish dude is walking out. And I can't do an Irish accent. He's like, basically, he's like, oh, sorry, brother. Something like that. <laughs> like, he just apologized in advance. And then weeks later, I'm watching YouTube, and that guy's the lead singer of, like, some really famous Irish punk band. No shit. And I just look at him. I'm like, holy shit, that's the guy that warned me not to go in the bathroom. So, he, what, he took a mega dump and, like, was giving oh, you— Oh, it was awful. It was a yeah, wicked was dump. Awful. and oh. You know, worse than dog parties bowling. That's just the last episode I listened to. <laughs> well, you know, I, I appreciate the courtesy, though, because you were clearly going into the bathroom like you had to go, and you got the heads up. I respect that. I can respect that. You know? Yeah, and the dude's like the lead singer of an amazing Irish punk band. Interesting. And I'm... John Lee, sex worker, was there too. <laughs> oh man, this was this is so. This was at the Absinthe House in New Orleans. Correct? Exactly. Yeah, the Absinthe House. I don't know if you've ever been there before. It's a great place. Very nice. I, I believe that's the name of it too. Is the Absinthe House? The Absinthe House. Um, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Now, I I thank you for indulging me, by the way. Um, I, I think Don't Fucking Think About It was a wonderful segment, um, and I will probably reincorporate this down the line because that's that's exactly what I wanted. So thank you for, for taking a trip with me um, to Cambodia, Taylor Swift's butthole, and stinky bathrooms in Louisiana. I uh, Yes, the Radio Buzz skills are always here for experimental podcasts radio segments. I'm crazy, I avoid the sun so my skin is getting 